Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government in the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. I apologize that the audio is a little weird. And I apologize, and I know this is something that you're really not going to notice, but I will. So I've released an episode of The Awakened Man slash Holistic Health News, when it was called that, since January of 2017, every Monday. And I wasn't able to release one on Monday of this week because my Mac, after four and a half years of dutiful service, finally crashed. But here I am again, and I got a new Mac. And unfortunately, my microphone doesn't fit because I have a mixer that has a USB, but I got a Mac Pro that doesn't have a USB. So I'm going to have to use the external mic here. And also, I don't have, as as you noticed, the Nine Inch Nails music. But either way, we will continue. So I apologize for the audio. Today, we're going to talk about something that perhaps you men have wondered. Why is it that women spend so much money during Christmas spending, we know a couple of things. We know as a whole, men are not big big spenders, which is not. That's just not who we are. We tend to be very good with our money and we tend to think long-term. And for example, like with my children, you guys know I'm Catholic. I tell my children, Jesus got three gifts. Are you better than Jesus? And that kind of shuts them up. You know, Jesus got three gifts on, on the day of the epiphany. So I'm not a big believer of spending tons of money and buying like 50 gifts for a kid. Now, some men do that and a lot of women do this. And so we're going to talk about why a lot of women are just wired to do a lot of holiday spending. Here's one, and we're not going to go in any particular order. I think there is this idea of being the perfect mom, right? So women have a lot of pressure to be the perfect everything. The perfect wife. I know, don't laugh. The perfect mom. I got to have the perfect career and then I have that perfect house. And all of this, of course, is for social media visibility. I got to look perfect. I got to be perfect. I got to have the perfect husband, perfect kids, perfectly dressed and everything like that. And so a lot of this pressure to be perfect is It's going to be seen in the Christmas season, if not more here than any other time of the year, because it's all about projection and visibility. I have to look perfect. Therefore, my Christmas needs to be perfect. It needs to look like it came straight out of, I don't know, Magnolia, the the TV, the TV network that that Chip and Joanna Gaines done It, it, whatever it is, it's got to be perfect. And so I think a lot of women and look. I understand a lot of women have pressure to always look good. We we know their sexual market value is largely based on their looks. So there's a lot of pressure on them for always to look good and to be good and to be and to be perfect. And I think a lot of that is just projected out in Christmas. So to them, a perfect Christmas is going to equate with a lot of gifts, right? And so if I get a lot of gifts, 
The people around me will be happier. In addition to all the accoutrement, having the perfect dinner and the perfect Christmas tree, and it's got to be trimmed and everything's got to be perfect. So you see perfection, perfection pushing a lot of women. And a lot of the husbands, are, are there, they can't relate. They can't relate. Like, why are we spending all this money? She's like, shut up. This is what we're going to do. And the guy's like, okay, because he fails the shit test. And I think some of it is just childhood perfection. Like if, if they had a great childhood or what they perceive to be a great childhood Christmas of a lot of gifts and a lot of the, you know, the memories, they want to recreate that. Or maybe they had a bad Christmas as a child and so they want to compensate by having the perfect Christmas here. So I think the, 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 the pursuit of perfection is big. What else? Overcompensation. So, you know, women are not the most introspective of people. And when they initiate divorce and take the kids and maybe are practicing parental alienation, that being said, they're not the type to look in the mirror and say, look, I really screwed up. I'm going to screw up the kids, you know, increase the chances of them being physically and verbally abused. We have that episode. Go check it out. And sexually abused as well. And all the other issues that come from, from a broken home. But sometimes they, they know on some, some lower wiring that maybe they screwed up. And so what do they do? They want to overcompensate. So they buy a lot of gifts, right? I'm a bad mom on one level, even though they want to project that they're the perfect mom. I'm a bad mom. So look, but, but I'm going to buy you a bunch of gifts. So some of it is overcompensation. You see this especially immediately after a divorce. You tend to see uh, both parents do it, right? And you see it even in movies like, yeah, my dad divorced my mom, so he, he got me a pony because he felt bad. But you certainly see women do it as well. And a lot of it too is just to placate the kids, especially if the kids are older, like twins or teenagers, right? The kids and maybe the, the mom and the kids don't get along. So she's like, well, if I get them a new phone, they'll like me. And yeah, they might like you for like a day or two. But I think there's a, there's a, there's a thing about overcompensated, right? Another thing why they're, they're so used to spending a lot of money is I, I just think they're just so used to debt. We know that women have 65% of consumer debt and we know they like to spend. And so overspending during Christmas is not a big deal because they overspend the rest of the year. It's just part of their nature to always be overspending. So they're like, yeah, why, why would it be any different? And we'll, we'll connect to, to the other part of this in a second. But when you're so used to always living off your credit cards, why not continue to live off of your credit cards? Right? We know that 50% of women don't have more than $500 in their checking account. I mean, they live paycheck to paycheck and they don't they don't have a lot of savings. So it's not too surprising. What else? I think, and you can see this really projected out for all shopping, but there is, they're, they're trying to fill the hole, right? And we, you see that with the one-stop shopping and we have an Awakened Man episode probably about two years ago on shopping addiction, Amazon addiction, and uh, there's this this need, right? What makes you happy? And and for everybody, it's something different. It could be shopping, it could be sex, it could be you know working on your car or whatever. But what you're really trying to do is fill a hole. You're trying to fill a hole that can't be filled. I would tell you, being religious and praying and and seeking comfort from the the gospels helps. But for a lot of people, even with that, it doesn't help. There's a hole that can't be filled no matter what you buy, what you do, what you try to project on social media. There's a hole that needs to be filled. And I think some women shop a lot on Christmas to fill this hole. Like if I do this, I'll be happy. And then you realize, of course, you're just chasing mammon. You're just chasing the, the idols of the, the Old Testament, so to speak, and it doesn't make you happy. So I think, you know, it's a combination of overcompensation, the pressure to be perfect, 
you're just used to debt filling the hole. But I think really the biggest thing is um, it's not their money. I mean, we know this, right? You work, she spends. You're the plow horse. So if you look at the basic phenomenon of women marry men who make more than them, or when you're younger, the the, the projection that you're the anticipation you will make more money because that's the job of the man, right? That's the way we've been programmed is to be the provider. So a lot of women will think, oh, the man needs to provide. So they marry a man who makes more than them. And so it's like having a daddy's credit card or it's like having the blank check. And so when you know you're not necessarily responsible for paying that, you're more inclined to run up uh, the credit card. And, I mean, and this is just not endemic to women. This is endemic to, to men and women. And it's a great phenomenon of the welfare state, right? You, people on the welfare don't ever think about where this money is coming from and how it's going to affect taxpayers. No, of course not. To them, it's free money. And so with women, it's essentially free money. And most of the time, uh, the men in the marriage don't maintain frame. So they know they can get away with spending. And then if the guy gets huffs, huffs and puffs, maybe they give him a BJ or maybe the man is so whipped, uh, the woman will, will, will disrespect him and cuss at him or yell at him and then he'll back down. So there's really no like safeguard or check into a lot of women as to how they can just keep spending and spending because most of the men are feminized wusses. And so I think this is the biggest thing is is you look at the combination of the aforementioned, but you throw in the she doesn't have to pay for it. And so if she doesn't really have to pay for it, why not spend a lot to make Christmas, quote, happy, close quote, because the only way Christmas can be happy is by spending a lot of money, right? We connect emotions with transactions. Think of McDonald's, the happy meal. Tell me, how is eating this desiccated burger in these fries that never stale going to, quote, make me happy? But that's advertising. It's the same thing here. Buying a lot of stuff is going to make everybody happy. But that's not the meaning of Christmas. Of course not. It's the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and celebrating that. Advent, the four weeks before Christmas, is all about preparation and praying and the anticipation of the birth. And then we celebrate Christmas for 12 days from Christmas to January 6th because it's such an awesome day. But we forget all this, right? It's all about Santa and spending, right? Look at Black Friday. It's all about that. So we all focus on this and men do it as well, but certainly women do it as well. So I wanted to give you five or six reasons why women overspend. The big one, of course, is the last one because they can. I mean, that's the biggest one. And then when January rolls around and the bills come in, I've talked about it. Go to the, the episode on January blues that I did January of 2018 and 20, January of 2019. That's when the bills come in and the fighting occurs and the separation and the drinking and all this. And it's partly because of this reason. Women tend to overspend during the holidays. And then when the bills come in, um, the fighting ensues. But typically the men, of course, will cave in and the woman doesn't learn anything and she continues to spend. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have there. If you appreciate my content and all, there's a couple things you can do. Click on the PayPal link found in the episode notes and donate what you can. Also, I have two books on Amazon, which you can find on the homepage of Naturopathic Earth. And there's a, a link in the episode notes because I know it's hard to spell. And once you get to naturopathicearth.com, you'll see on the right side how to buy my book. Click on that just to get to Amazon. And then from there, you can buy my book if you want. It's on Amazon or Kindle. Or from there, you can search. And during Christmas time, this is very helpful to me. So anything that you buy within 24 hours going through our link on Naturopathic Earth, I get a 2% commission, no expense to you. Also, if you need help from the Red Pill perspective or weight loss or weight management, contact me through the Clarity FM link found in Naturopathic Earth or go to clarity.fm. And lastly, please, if you appreciate any of this and you have an Apple product, 
give me a five-star review or give me an honest review. It helps with my analytics. And it would mean a great deal to me. Subscribe so these episodes come directly to you. And also, please subscribe and post an honest review for my two other channels, Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with early childhood trauma and addiction, and the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which deals with female health. Guys, until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.